0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Book Faces Live, the show where we talk the faces behind your books. I'm Nathan Coops. I'm your host. And today I'm excited to bring you a special guest, uh, Brian Cohen. Welcome to the show, Brian.
1: Thank you for having me, Nathan. This episode almost didn't happen.
0: Yeah, and it's uh, suffered some technical difficulties, which is uh, nothing new uh, for a live show. But thank you for bearing with me and, and uh, working hard to get this done. Uh, I'm excited to talk to you because um, you have some a special challenge coming up that we're going to talk about. Uh, But for people who aren't familiar with you, I I know you. I've known you for quite a few years through a lot of different ways. I've been to your conference and was able to meet you in person, which was fantastic. Um, But can you give us the brief rundown uh, for people who aren't familiar with you yet? Maybe this is the first time uh, hearing from you.
1: Sure. Well, hey, it's nice to meet you. I'm Brian. Um, I do a bunch of things.
0: <laughs> Understatement.
1: Um, I, uh, you may have heard of me from the Selmore Book Show, a podcast that I co-host, uh, uh, formerly with Jim Kukral, soon to be with H. Claire Taylor. I uh, have run events like the one uh, you've gone to, Nathan, uh, and I. I run Amazon ad training. As well as write book descriptions for people through my company, Best Page Forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm I've got hands in a lot of pies, but uh, right now I'm I'm really focused on helping people understand Amazon ads because um, it, it's like the thing that's important to me is really like not to go down a rabbit hole that doesn't make sense for for other people. It's like Hey, uh, blurbs are important. Let's go into these. Oh, wait. There's one thing people need before they need blurbs and mm-hmm. it's sending traffic to it. Mm-hmm. Well, what should they do for that? And then it's like kind of figuring out, well, what's, what's the best peanut butter that goes with the jelly that I'm putting out there and, and, and really trying to help people. So I think that's the reason why my focus continues to shift because I'm always looking to figure out like, well, what is the thing people actually are struggling with and yeah. then try to help people on that?
0: And it is such a, a shifting um, market all the time, but some of the fundamentals always stay the same. But as writers, we have so many jobs to do. Uh, of course, you, you, one of your big focuses is on the blurb because it's one of the first things other than cover design. Yeah. It's probably the most important thing in hooking a reader. Um, and, of course, it's something that you have to have right before you send any ad traffic to it. Otherwise, you're just going to be wasting ad dollars um, by sending them to a, a, a blurb that doesn't convert. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I understand there's all these different facets of the business that you have to have right before you dive into to advertising. Um but I think it's, it's we've had Abigail on the show previously. Yeah. We've va- talked a little bit about your your blurb service, and of course, uh, people can visit bestpageforward.net dot uh, net and see what you're doing over there, which is is fantastic. And I say I, I definitely uh, recommend the show, Sell More Book Show. Uh, congrats on 300 episodes with with Jim and uh, Thank you. So I'm, I'm very excited for for the new episodes with Claire as well because Claire's been a uh, I think a three time guest of the show. Uh, oh, we love awesome. we love Claire over here at, at uh, Book Faces Live. So. Happy to hear her voice anytime. Um, so what gave you, so this, this ad challenge is coming up soon. Uh, as we record this, it's going to be on um, the 13th. Is that correct?
1: Yes, that's correct. Monday, January 13th.
0: And five days kind of exclusive, you know, um, you know, time with you and also just an opportunity to get with other writers as well who are competing, the, or not competing, but participating in this together, right? This is a, a Facebook group. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, so um, it's a Facebook group with um, exclusive videos just to people who are in the group who are on the list, uh, a live Q&A session every day. Uh, but I think the big thing that brings it together is that there's expected work to hmm. be completed each day. Like uh, on a certain day, it's it might be well, the homework is create this one ad, but there's extra credit, you could create 3 or extra extra credit, you could create 5 and once you do that, head on over to the group, post the screenshot, let us know that you did it and we did it we did uh, the first one ever of this on, in September and it was just awesome. I didn't know like that so many writers would be people who were maybe good in school yeah. and liked Don't mind doing homework, homework and, and yeah. doing extra credit and and coming and sharing that and, and giving each other props for doing that work. Mm-hmm. And I think that to a certain extent, it's like the added element that's maybe missing from a lot of author education because you're in a vacuum, you're doing it on your own. Mm-hmm. There's no real accountability but then if like 500 other people just posted, I did today's assignment, you're kind of like, ah, crap. Well, yeah. I better do it too.
0: Yeah. You don't want to be the one who didn't. Accountability is huge in this business. I think you're you're definitely right that as authors, we yeah, we do live in our own little cave. And the thing that got my first book written um, after years of spinning my wheels was finally sitting down to a weekly uh, meetup with, with other authors who were also writing. And so, yeah, so... This is, this is a great idea. So, like I said, this is not the first one you've done. So, you've got some experience doing this. Um, yeah. What are some of the things? Because, obviously, I mean, I've, I've listened to, I think, the majority of your podcasts, uh, including some, the ones with Claire. I think I tried out uh, um, your humorous podcast, but also listened to Relentless Authors Advertise, which you had going mm-hmm. uh, for a while. And you were very upfront about the fact that not everything is a success for you. Like, you've had ups and downs with, with promos and things like that. And I don't think I've ever heard you. Uh, make the claim of being an ads expert, yeah um but you do provide a place for people to come together and share and kind of network their um what they've learned as well as what you've learned in your own personal tests so is that kind of the yeah. advantage of this where we're we're it's almost like a group learning experience
1: yeah, it's definitely it's it's very interactive with the group. I think that um when everybody is on the same page, the same assignment, the same type of ad at the same time, mm-hmm. there, there, other people who just finished the assignment are able to come in and answer a question here or there. Someone's struggling with Excel or struggling with the ad dashboard, and and I'm in there a lot, of course, too. And and I agree with you. I think that, um, you don't necessarily. I, I put out a video recently. It was kind of. Uh, Michael Jordan versus Steve, Steve Kerr. Hmm. Who would you want to teach you the game of basketball? And if, at first you're like, oh, well, of course, Michael Jordan, the person who is probably the greatest of all time. But then you like get to thinking, you're like, wait, like as a teacher, as a, uh, as a coach, Michael Jordan has kind of sucked in, since being a player as a general manager, as an owner, hasn't really gone so well. But Steve Kerr, who played with him, would no one would say was better than Jordan.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's won three championships as a coach. And I see, so yeah. I feel like one thing I've got going for me. I've got like a lot of like I've got teaching in my blood from like mm-hmm. my bubby, my dad, my mom, mm-hmm. and that's really helped me when I've learned things, on Amazon ads, and you know from Relentless Authors Advertise, I really pushed myself, put myself mm-hmm. through the paces. When I learned it and figured it out, oh, this is where people are struggling. Now I know because I had to get through that myself. Now it's a lot easier to teach it
0: mm-hmm. and
1: get people to get, because a lot of people uh, like have trouble at step two right. or three, yeah. it's not like, all right, now let's scale up our ads. It's like, no, no, no. That's like step step 15. Right, yeah. we got to get past these first few uh, roadblocks first. And
0: it's helpful, I think, too, in the terms of like when you're at the gym working out, you want someone who's just slightly beyond your level, not necessarily <laughs> like, you know, sky's the limit. Like... Uh, because there's obviously a lot of courses. There's a lot of Amazon courses out there and there's a lot yeah. of people that are in different genres than us. I mean you have the experience working in a genre that's relatively niche. Uh, this your superhero genre is mm-hmm. um it's not thrillers, you know, it's not it's not romance where yeah. you know they use this ravenous market that's just consuming, you know, mass content. Like you have to kind of tune the machine a little bit differently when you're in a uh a smaller niche like that. And you have yeah. to kind of find the tweaks that really um, make things profitable for um, you know these smaller genres, not just the big the big ones. And I think that yeah. it, there is an advantage there to having multiple people teaching um, the same information because you're going to learn something different from every teacher. Um, yeah. So I think that's. And I, I know I definitely learned some things from your Relentless author advertised podcast. Um, Thank you. Things that I didn't you know hadn't really thought of, and also just you know it's nice to have someone else you know, making experiments with their money, so you're not doing all the experimenting with your own money. As a group effort, yeah. you can all kind of try different things and learn from other people's mistakes as well as their successes.
1: I screwed up so you don't have to, exactly. <laughs> um, and on that multiple like the 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 multiple teachers front, I think that's so important. Like I have I I have an English degree and a drama degree and neither of which I got from taking one class. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that there are multiple classes available and this one being free mm. um, that you can take to learn different aspects because I've loved learning from all the different people who put out these courses and, and put out posts and training mm. and whatnot and you learn from them and you teach it your own way. It's, mm. it's, as an educator, it's a lot of fun to, to try to think about, well, what's your spin on it so that the highest percentage of people understand the material.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's important. And because everyone, I mean, if I go over to you know Kindlepreneur and, and take Dave Chesson's course, or if I go to Mark Dawson and, and take their course, I'm going to get something different from everyone. And like these are courses that you know you've, you're affiliated with Mark Dawson's program, so it's not um, you know yeah. you can go over there and listen to a course from you. Um, in his program, or same, you know, with yeah. Dave. We just listened to a wonderful uh, podcast from Dave. It's a it's a community effort in a lot of ways. And like you, I think, are um, an interesting part of the community because you've been around for a long time. Like I said, I first heard about you and Simon Lister back in the day. And like you've um, obviously, through being involved in the Somewhere Book Show, especially, you have had this connection to the community that goes way back. Because I mean, I know we talked how a lot of people tune into that show. Um, because you're just so consistent and you're always bringing up the top latest news. You're bringing up um, the tips and things and you're and you're having other people that are helping you bring these tips to you. It's not just stuff that you've gone out and found yourself, yeah. but you've also got yeah. a team working on it. So you've got, you're a source. You're kind of like a, a touch point in the community where a lot of information mm-hmm. flows to. So therefore, it's great that you're able to then turn around and, and sort of dispense some of that information Back out into the community. Um, it is, it, I think it's a, it's a very valuable service that you provide, having kind of a, another location for people to go and, and find information. Thank you for that. It's yeah.
1: it's fun being able to help people know that if they are listening to some more book show, they won't be like behind mm-hmm. the trend or something like that. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm I'm glad you still listen. Yeah, and it's,
0: it's impressive having you know. Obviously, we had some technical difficulties today with this show. I know that the headaches involved in putting out a podcast podcast every week, and for you to have done it for you know 300 episodes, I think is a phenomenal uh, achievement. And I look forward to you know many more. I hope uh, you have uh, I hope you have it in you to keep it going for for quite a long time. So I do think you're providing a great service. Thank you. Um, as far as how people. Like what is there a certain level that people should be at before they take this ads course of yours? Where should If, if you want people to do like a self-assessment before they come and say, is this the course for me? Am I ready for this? Where would you draw that line?
1: That's a good question. I think that um, it's definitely for someone who's already self-published a book. So okay. if you don't have anything out, you can't run any ads. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've seen people get benefits who've had as little as one book out, as many as twenty books out. Uh, so I don't think there's necessarily like a like some people I think use it as a refresher mm-hmm. um, if maybe they like you. I, I don't remember what recording you set it on, but <laughs> you're on kind of an you were kind of on an Amazon ad hiatus yourself, and so uh, for someone to kind of come back in and get a refresher, mm-hmm. it's not a bad idea. I think like it's just so just so interesting you, you hear these stories like some some folks who have uh like as far as what genres it helps i've heard everything from like just straight up romance to someone writing a non-fiction book about whiskey mm-hmm. and finding like uh more sales from the ads and that's the great thing about the amazon ads is there's no limit of targets because you're throwing in yeah. keywords because you're throwing in specific categories. It can get in front of the right people. You, you do have to kind of know, yeah, or learn how to do that. But um, it, and so, any and, kind of genre works.
0: And sometimes being in one of those uh, more obscure genres and running ads means you have less competition because um, yes. some people maybe if you're in the literary fiction scene, for example, like you're competing with a lot of traditionally published books which aren't running as many Amazon ads. Like they just, uh, you know, the traditional publishing Mm -hmm. industry just hasn't quite shifted gears or maybe they're running different types of ads, big banner ads, things like that. You know, publishers, bigger publishers function differently than small indies do. And sometimes that opens up an opportunity for us to say, hey, I can tweak something. I can try out this new beta feature that Amazon just put out that, um, you know, has opened up to us because we have the maneuverability to, you know, experiment faster than they can. Because uh, yeah. they have so many books in their catalog to try to, to pitch and such. So I think it's great listening to you. Um, for example, with one of Authors Advertise, I would tune in for that and say, oh, he's trying a part of this dashboard that I didn't even know. I haven't even tried that. So I would, I'd be out yeah. walking the dog and I'd come back and then I would get online and try, try out that particular function and say, hey, there's a bit of data here that I didn't know what I could get. And I feel like, like you said, I'm on a, I'm a little bit of a ad hibernation right now. I'm running some Amazon ads, yeah, um, but not a lot of Facebook and stuff right now. So I, but the dashboard changes frequently. So mm-hmm. these sorts of ad courses, you almost want the newest course uh, mm-hmm. because it's fresh and you're tuned into the current dashboard. You know, will this yeah. course still be good in a year from now? Probably. You know, needs an update. Who knows? But hopefully, yeah. we'll have another one by then.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm planning on doing a challenge three times a year, so that gives me good opportunity to refresh. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I've I've got the notes kind of put together for the challenge. I, I still need to record the videos, but I have in there uh, at least two or three features that were not available when I did my challenge in September. So that's right. in, yeah. in four months later. I have multiple things that I'm talking about that. We're not even available, and that's exciting to me because I think if you took like a, a course two years ago, you come into this and you're like, "Oh, so that's how to do that part now and and yeah. that that oh is like the most <laughs> you know uh, validating thing for me
0: <laughs> can you give us a couple of uh, maybe sneak peeks into um, maybe some of the exercises that we might be trying in this course or um, sure. some of the functions or features that we might be playing around with if we if we take your course.
1: In the third video, um, which I guess is actually going to be video number two because there's a video zero. It's real sneaky. <laughs> um, but video two, uh, we're going to be talking about auto ads. And um, one of the features when you are creating, it's really any type of sponsored product ad, Keyword category or auto targeted. If now, if you select no copy standard ad, you can advertise multiple books in the same ad, hmm. which is totally new. That is new, yeah. You could put thirty books into the same ad.
0: Wow! And how does that show up on the on the site?
1: So uh, on the site, it's still just advertising one at a time. It's no different from what is actually being delivered to the customers.
0: It's just more actually along the lines you. of the Advantage account, like the UK accounts where you could plug in your whole catalog and then exactly. create one ad with all of them. Okay,
1: And that's been available for the Advantage but uh, and for the UK for a time, but not in the regular US store. And when you do it with an auto-targeted ad, like if you do a category ad for superhero and then you throw in like non-superhero books, that's not a great idea. But Mm -hmm. if you do it for an auto-targeted ad, you could put all your books into it. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter. Um, And um, so one of the exercises will be, and of course we do screen shares, so I will walk everybody through that process of creating that ad. And one of the exercises, one of the homework pieces will be to create the ad and throw in multiple books, whether that be the ebook version and the paperback version of the same book, or mm-hmm. multiple books,
0: yeah, that brings up a good point. Um, there's sometimes some issues with trying to calculate your return on investment when it comes to yeah. uh, breaking out your paperback versus your ebooks. Obviously, our royalties split is different. Um, and everyone has their own amount of money they're making off of um, a paperback versus a ebook. How does that play yeah. in for you for like your average cost of advertising cost of sale numbers and things like that? What are some of the metrics you're looking at? To determine whether these uh, ads are working for you or not.
1: So, A cost is a load of crap, okay. in my opinion. Um, the C might stand for crap. No, <laughs> advertising cost of sale. But um, here, I, I I was at Twenty Books recently, the Twenty Books Vegas conference, mm-hmm. and I was uh, next in line to talk the to the Amazon ad rep and there were a few authors who were talking uh, to her. Uh, it was like a bunch of Amazon ad uh, Amazon reps in the same room. And uh, basically the person said, uh, who was talking to the ad rep was like, and ACOS is so unreliable. And you see the ad rep nodding along, mm-hmm. agreeing. She then went on to explain like, yeah, Amazon ads are... Like they were books were not the intended recipient of these kinds of ads. These were the ads that people who promote TVs and socks use to promote their things. Right. But there's no socks unlimited. There's right. no like multiple list prices <laughs> for different editions of socks. And so that's why ACOs, which is based on the list price of eBooks, three ninety nine, it'll say. $399 there in your sales. Uh, and you sell the paperback at $999, it'll say $999. But we don't make $999 mm-hmm. or $399. And the fact that it doesn't include Kindle Unlimited at all makes it such an unreliable statistic just from that. Mm-hmm. Secondly, I have found in my experience, and you know I talked about this on rad. Amazon does not do a great job of tracking all the sales that should be attributed to an ad. Right. And so you're working, uh, a lot of people have based, keeping an ad on or turning it off based on ACOS. Mm -hmm. And so get rid of that. Um, Don't think about that. I am a big fan of looking at, just at the top line, and this is what I'm going into in the challenge. The top line, look at, ad spend for that book royalties for that book yes there's all sorts of later stuff we'll get into the conversion mm-hmm. rate and the read through and everything at the top level what did you spend 20 bucks what did you make 25 bucks that's a profit
0: mm-hmm.
1: what did you spend 30 bucks what did you make 25 bucks that's a loss if that just 90% of the author community has not gotten that far. Mm-hmm. And now, that seems crazy because we see all these success stories, but that is really the truth. Most people don't get to that point.
0: Yeah, and that, that was one thing I liked about your uh, the, the Rad Podcast was you were very specific about this is a profit. Long-term, this is a profit because of read-through. You can estimate your read-through and say, okay, um, you know, in any other investor, if they got that kind of return... Would be jumping for joy if they, mm-hmm. if, you know, if they put in a dollar, every time they put in a dollar, they got dollar50 back, that would be huge, you know And yeah. um, for authors, sometimes we're just like, "Oh, that's, that's a pittance. I need to be making six figures this month." And um, it's still a success. It's a small success, but we should start building those small successes into larger successes. Yeah. Um, can it be very time-consuming? Of course it can. Uh, we don't want to spend all of our time. We don't want to spend hours a day making, you know, an extra 50 cents. But um, it is like the learning process is there. And yeah. like I said, yeah, if you're skipping over it, you're, I, I am personally um, guilty of turning off ads that are probably working.
1: Me and too. Before I figured this stuff out. Me too. Absolutely. <laughs> and then you're when you figure it out, you're kicking yeah. yourself. Yeah. But from from here on out we, we we won't do it
0: new year's resolution 2020 <laughs> yeah i like it yeah and you also gave me a great idea i think i'm going to create flip-flops unlimited you know i think there needs to be Ooh, just I like do an too. unlimited service for for that especially or like a floor.
1: flip-flops like monthly box yeah you get like a different pair of flip-flops yeah. and it's got like sunscreen in it and like we're living some, in a subscription
0: uh, world, and I think sand, that, you know, that might be the Sand
1: new. from a different beach around the world. Ah,
0: there you go. Once once it gets profitable, I will I will donate some sand from everywhere I go with my millions from this oh, idea.
1: And then you'll run ads to it.
0: <laughs> and they'll work better <laughs> than the ads we run to our books because they're yes. better designed. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. So, this is... And, um, so you're going to have videos. You're going to have five days straight of videos. You're going to. You're going to. I know you mentioned a little bit um, on your show that you're going to concentrate a little bit more on the category ads. Uh, can you talk a little yes. bit about that and why we're going to shift focus a little bit and kind of play with those category ads and what those are?
1: Well, partly uh, it's because in September I really had a deep focus on keyword ads, and mm-hmm. I wanted people who'd taken the challenge before uh, to get something new out of it. Um, also, I've learned a lot and and. Uh, really intelligent, awesome sharing people on Amazon ads like uh, Felicia Beasley out there who runs her own agency and has her own courses and whatnot. Uh, Her information has caused me to look deeper at mine and Mm. understand. When it comes down to it, when we get to a deeper level, and we're not there yet, most of us are not there yet, we need to be making thousands and thousands of dollars a month, but when you get to the deeper levels Category ads end up being some of the best scalable ads, Mm -hmm. but you need to know how to work them. You need to know how to run them, and they can lead to a lot of irrelevant clicks on books that don't quite make sense. All of us know you go to your category, uh, and you'll see three of the top 10 spots are taken up by books that don't belong there. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Amazon doesn't know that when it's targeting your ad. Mm-hmm. So, But when you get to the later levels of having a, um, a category ad, you can actually tell Amazon, can you not send traffic to those books? Yeah. And, and it does. But in order to get to that point, <laughs> we need to know first, well, how do we set up these ads uh, yeah. correctly? How do we even find? What are the different categories we can look for? There have been some interesting new hacks and um, some new uh, tools that we can use to figure that stuff out. So, but but that's like that's my mo, man. It's like, ooh, I learned this thing. Let me tell a thousand people about it. Yeah. Um, Because if something can work to save you time now, I want you to know Mm -hmm. about it and implement it so that you can then uh, focus on, on improving. So I learned category ads can work really well once you've scaled up. Okay, let's focus on those. Mm-hmm. There's new tools to figure out categories. Let's use that. So it kind of just was a good, another peanut butter and jelly moment there. Mm-hmm. And so, um, though I do like the Reese's uh, peanut butter cup analogy better, the <laughs> chocolate and the peanut butter. Make, um, yeah Yeah,
0: broader but, audience for that I think maybe.
1: You know. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But for the, all those jelly
0: haters out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think it's great. And, and the more you do these courses, obviously, the more feedback you're going to be getting in return from people. You're yeah. going to be, of course, it's a, it's a loop. And That's the great thing about this industry is the more, that you, the more you give, the more you get back. Um, Absolutely. And in this case, you're going to be running more of these ads or these courses in the future so that you can take what you know, I'm sure, from this, this run through, this five-day challenge, and then turn around and give that back. Um, I think that's fantastic that you're you're open to doing that. Um, for people who are interested and said, okay, yeah, this sounds like something that might be up my alley. I want to try this um this challenge, where's the best place for them to go? How do they get in touch with you and um, sign up for this?
1: Sure. Well just head over to bestpageforward.net forward slash challenge. Uh, it's mm-hmm. kind of set up with this giveaway plugin that you can actually Share the challenge. I'm going to give away a free copy of my ad course, mm-hmm. uh, my premium one, and a free copy of a book description. Mm-hmm. So you can get in the challenge, and while you wait for the happenings to begin on the 13th, you can share the ever-loving crap out of it. But yeah, uh, you can you can get over there. I'm going to be in the Facebook group so much. Last time, there were... 1,500 plus posts and 7,000 plus comments over the course of about two weeks. And I probably made like half of the comments there because yeah. I was trying to make sure everybody was taken care of and that's what I will do this time around as well. Yeah.
0: Well, that's fantastic. And that's the kind of, um, you know, personal interaction that people will probably expect from you and, and want they want to experience that. So I think that's fantastic. And then, of course, you can also you know, check, it, check out bestpageforward.net um, for your blurb needs because, like we said, you may, everyone should probably take a look at their blurbs currently now before you start running a bunch of ads and say, hey, uh, is this going to convert? Is my conversion rate going to be good when I start running ads if you know, maybe my blurbs not up to, up to speed? And um, I know you've got a great team working with you for, for doing that. Um, and it's something you've been you know, doing for many years. So uh, people can definitely check out your, your blurb service um well brian like this has been this has been great getting to chat with you i think it's always cool getting to share these conversations for me partly why i do the show is just so uh, i get to have these conversations with, with, with yeah. people um but i also lo- love to share them with the community and and um i'm sure a lot of people will get some useful information from this um yeah so thank you thank you for being here uh, you know right after the holidays i think this is a, a great way to to kick off 2020 do you have a what, what's your big resolutions do you have any uh big the big goals for 2020 from Brian Cohen?
1: Oh, that's a great question. I uh I do have kind of some business goals kind of like a, a about a 30-40% increase uh overall in yeah. top line revenue um and and I mean that goal, I'll just even say it, it's like uh $650,000 is my goal in in 2020. So, nice. uh really excited about that and um Really, like, I, I actually just had, like, an appointment with a functional medicine doctor today and oh, kind of, cool. like, get to the bottom of, like, um, energy and metabolism and motivation and and the blues and figure out, like, what can I do to, like, as part instead of pushing stuff, like, under the rug, what can I do to, like, make myself perform better? What can yeah. I do to, like, have a better attitude during all of that? Mm-hmm. And so that's going to kind of be an overarching theme of 2020 for me.
0: That's great. Yeah, I mean, health is so important and just being kind of the best version of yourself that you bring to the table every every day, whether it's writing, um, whether it's doing, you know, courses and coaching or th- things like you're doing, um, you've always got to bring your best version. And of course, it starts with health. How are you doing? I know you're, you've are you got some wrist guards on today. Um, uh, how's, it's how's, my
1: carpal tunnel prevention. I just came from acupuncture and chiropractic and massage so yeah. they're they're pretty taken care of this is just to prevent good, good. any uh any extra uh tingling sensations
0: <laughs> well yeah you got to protect those hands that's where all the uh, all the magic happens right
1: exactly exactly
0: yeah. all right yeah well thank you very much brian i really appreciate you you being uh on the show um and uh, you know i look forward to hopefully having you on again sometime in, in a future
1: episode okay. Thank you for having me, Nathan.
0: All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, we'll be back again next week, we hope, with another live uh, episode. So we'll see. If if the gremlins let us, we'll we'll do it again next week. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And uh, so long. Have a great day.